Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from Metal Ministries. And today we're going to be talking about how we can know God's direction in our lives. Well, I want to know that he's got a plan, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> I want to know that somebody's in charge and in control and yeah. is going to guide me and help me. I, I find that very comforting. Yeah. Jeremiah 29 says he's got, he knows the plans he's got for us and other scriptures talk about his paths. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess the stress point comes sometimes, isn't it? In how do I know that I'm on his path? And what if I've missed his path? And what if the path I'm on now is not the right path? Or I'm on the second best path or the third best path? Or You just get you confused, know. don't you? And second guessing it all. And, yeah. and that innate something that we've got inside that just says, well, I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> we've yeah. got a path. Well, how do I even get it find wrong? out in the first place? I mean, yeah, how, yeah. like some stress. cryptic clue sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I always find it really comforting to think that God doesn't play games with us. Like right. it's, I don't know why, but I think I had a bit of a misconception early on that it was, there was like a strategy game and you've got to really, yeah. do you, you know those gate we've done, haven't we? Those um, locked, what they called lock, we, you're locked in a room and you've yeah. got to- Escape room. Escape room. Yep. We did that with the kids, didn't we? And you had to solve all these puzzles to get out. And it's so yeah. stressful and the clock's ticking down. Yeah. And, and you know, you're not really going to be locked in a room in Chester or wherever it was we went. But it's still like, oh, it's a bit like that. We sort of like project that onto God. Yeah. Like, am I, am I going to right? do it? Are we going to get it in time? Did this year complete his plans? And yeah, yeah it's a funny thing. As well, I just love the fact that when we, even if we do go off his path, which it seems to me is really easy to do by all the distractions of life and my own sin and all these kind of things, that God really is always wanting to pull us back onto his path, that there's, a, there's an easy way back onto his path. And, and Psalm 37, 23 and 24, really lovely verses, I think. They say, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. And though they stumble... They will never fall for the Lord upholds them by the hand. Mm. I just love that, that thought that even when we stumble, even when we go off track a bit, there's always a way back on to the path. I mean, even think of the prodigal son story, this son that went off and really, I mean, he completely royally went off his own way and did, did everything the Lord would not want him to do. But the father welcomed him back in. There's always that redemption side, isn't it? That sort of rescue side of all of this. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the things that can take us off his path? Like what are the things, I suppose it is the sin, isn't it? You know, it's when we've got our own wrong desires yeah, and we run way. after that. And, yeah. uh, you know, in reality, that is going to take us off his path for a bit. Sometimes it's not even going off his path, but it's just we stop walking maybe. And We're scared to go on it maybe. Yeah, yeah. So um, something like fear really it, you know, it's a, it's a powerful thing to stop us moving forward. Yeah. Or, so if I had a fear that I would fail, if I did something, mm, if I stepped out with the Lord or did something, mm, then that would just stop me from pushing forward, wouldn't it? On that, in that way. Yeah. Or fear of, you know, I think of Jonah in the Bible, he was afraid, wasn't he, of doing what God wanted him to do. Yeah. Um, so he went on his own path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't end so well for him. I think it's that whispering in your heart, isn't it, of, oh, I can't do that. Or, you know, what if, if I do do that? It could be anything, couldn't it? You know, part of walking God's direction is things like stepping into leading a house group or talking to a friend about 
Jesus or, you know, it's not big, massive, life-changing things always. No, but they're risky things, aren't they? And yeah. I guess if there's an insecurity inside, then that can be the thing that holds us back. It's like, oh, who am I to do that? And well, I'm not perfect and I've got issues in my life and what gives me the right to... Mm. Of course, I think the enemy loves to reinforce that as well, mm. doesn't he? And say, well, who don't, you know, you can't go that way. And so I think there's a lot of... I mean, oftentimes we would think of it more that I've done something wrong and now I'm on... Now I'm off the Lord's path for my life, if you like. I've got distracted somehow. But it isn't always doing something wrong, is it? It can just be, like you said, just this kind of hesitation. I don't want to... Mm really step forward into what God might have for me. Mm. But sometimes as well, we just don't know what we're meant to do. You know, I mean, we've we've seen this with, um, you, you know, our eldest son, Jake, coming out of university, finishing his master's, doing so well. And then, with, especially with lockdown, you're in a situation of, well, what next? Yeah. What, what do I do next? And yeah. knowing what he wants to do, but doors not opening. And, and I think that's a, that's, Probably a lot of people would face that, you know, redundancy and all that. Like, how, how, what is God's path for my life? Yeah. And how do I know that? I think part of the problem with, with that, with what you're just saying, is that we, we have these sort of wrong perceptions or wrong expectations of what God's path should look like. Like, if I'm on God's path, like, I, I want the it to be this way. angels will sing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sky will be blue. The birds will be singing. <laughs> You'll have, like, hallelujah chorus yeah. following you through yeah, your day. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it would just be easy, smooth, downhill, you know, gl- I'll just or, glide. Or it'll just glow. Like, it'll yeah. glow with glory or right. something. Like, because you're on this, the, uh, what's that yellow brick road, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you're, the of Oz, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I think there's a, there's a misunderstanding for us. Like, Lord, if I'm on your path, it's going to be glorious. And that's how I'll know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's going to be the litmus test. That's the thing that, that will show me I must be on God's path because oh, all is well. well. Well, yeah. Or even, I suppose we can expect it to be difficult, but it, but it will be like it, somehow. It'll still be glorious. Well, like somehow they'll just be like, um, God will be speaking every single moment. Right. So you know, you just absolutely know it's God's path. Yeah. yeah. And it just isn't like that, is that? I think is we it? also, don't you think as well, we, we would expect that God would do things according to our logic. Yeah. Like I, I like the idea of you go from A to B mm-hmm. and then you go from B to C and you yeah, go from yeah. C to D, you know, et cetera. And it just go one falls, it all follows nice and neat. Mm-hmm. Like uh, your like your life with doing a marketing degree. Yeah. Really so when I was about fifteen, I felt I felt this call to sort of full time vocational ministry, and I just wanted to leave school because I basically hated it, you know, and leave education and just get on with doing that. And then I ended up on this four year degree doing marketing, thinking, what am I doing this for? I mean, honestly, what am I doing this for? I thought I'd wasted all these years of my life, but it was through that time that I ended up coming to LL. But that and, wouldn't uh, match a marketing degree. Doesn't match it at all. And what you were doing didn't match no, marketing, no, did it? No. Because you were doing ministry. Yeah. So it's it's years later I can look back and see how that was part of God's plan. But at the time it felt like it was really the wrong direction and mm. what a waste of time and all these kind of things. So it, God does not follow A, B, C, D. I mean, maybe in his own mind it does, but his A, B, C, D is structured a little differently to ours maybe. And he seems to be able to go the scenic route. We want to go the straight line. Here I am now. Here's what I want to be. Just draw a straight line between the two and I'll just go from here to there. But God is quite happy to take you the complete opposite direction Mm. 
to weave you around to eventually get you where you need to be. And on that journey is where he does sort of does all the shaping. Yeah. And sometimes the hardest part in that is other people's questions and yeah. comments. Right. Because, you know, if you've done a marketing degree, then what on earth are you doing now do, doing ministry uh, yeah. in a Christian ministry? And it'd be very easy for people to question that. And then it question, and then you question it, don't you? Yeah. Or you yeah. feel like you've always got to explain it to somebody. This is, this is why I'm doing it, you know, because they're looking at it logically as well. And I think we just have to take that step back and, and, and realize that God is working and weaving in our lives, this, these patterns and, just because they do go around big corners and off on tangents. It's yeah. not because we've got it wrong. It's just he's, he's got the big picture. Yeah. Uh, we, um, we often, when we're off, off work, we often try and head up to the Lake District, don't we, for a, a good old hike in the hills. And there's this one particular walk we did, which I really feel the Lord spoke to us about on these pathways. And it was, a, as it always is, climbing up a mountain. It was a pretty brutal climb up. You could see the path, but it was really hard work and we moan our heads off going up, don't we? And I moan, well, you, being yeah, truthful. All right, well, you moan going up. And then we got to the top of this, of this one particular section and then it was lovely flat, wasn't it? Flat, wide pathway. And there were people up there with mountain bikes. How on earth they got them up there? But it was yeah, nice. It was really humbling while we're sweating and We'd, mourning our heads off and then people... They'd carry their bikes they'd up. carry the bikes So up. anyway, we're walking along this top, pathway towards his other path on the map, following the map. But then when we got to this bit where the map, where the path should be for now coming back down the, the mountain, there's literally no path at all. Remember, it was like, mm. there's no sign of any path here at all. So we start gingerly sort of coming down this thing. Trust, we're just basically trusting that because the GPS says we're on the green line where the, where the path is, that all will be well. We, we had two of our lads with us as well. And do you remember they were... Because and because you've got a bad knee, yeah, you've got to be always really careful. So you always want to be on a really sturdy I like a good path. path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas um, I think it was Jake and Isaac, wasn't it? And we were like, ah, oh, let's just we could just head down this, will be this fine. bush away. <laughs> Don't worry, Dad, it'll be all right. <laughs> but you, no, that wasn't good for you. Yeah, and then eventually we could. F then we saw this path that was really, really. You could only see it if you were literally on it. It was mm. so narrow, wasn't it? And it just spoke to me and, well, to us about these different paths. You know, we were on the right path the whole time. That, that was the thing. Like we followed the path exactly the way it should be. Sometimes it was really hard work, like the climb. Other times it was nice and smooth and easy and flat. And obvious. And obvious. Other times we had no idea where we were. I mean, it was literally, we we're walking by faith in darkness almost. I mean, it might as well be, have been dark, darkness. you know. Well, I like to dramatise the story a little bit, you know. <laughs> And the wind was howling and the rain was it was not. It was blue sky. It was lovely. Um, and then the the parrot, then the paths are really, really narrow. So it just shows, I think it just shows these different times where you, you are where God wants you to be, but you might not, it might not feel that way. So what do you do in those moments? Like that's the, that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. You're in that moment where you, you don't know, am I on the right path? Am I off? And, it, you know, and the enemies comes in and all that doubt, he brings his doubt and all our own self-doubt, like, oh, I could, oh, I could easily get it wrong. And, and, and fear comes in. And what do we do in those moments? Well, I guess we just, all we're left with really is trusting. 
I mean, that's that's literally what we're left with, isn't it? All I can do, Lord, is I, I just have to trust you. Just well, like just yeah. like we had to trust the map on yeah. my phone. Yeah. It's like, well, that's what it says here. So it must work out in the end. And we could see down the mountain towards the car that we're yeah. heading in roughly the right direction. Yeah. And so I think that is the key, isn't it? And and I know probably listening, there might have been a collective kind of, oh, is that is that the answer? You know, all, I've got, all you've got to do is trust. And that's often easier said than done. But it is believing that he's got that bigger picture and he's, he, you know, and he's, yeah. he's got the perspective that we haven't got. That's the, that's the reality, isn't it? We only see our lives, what has gone before and where we are right now. We don't see the big picture. No. And God, with that path on the mountain, he could see that the path trailed all the way down to our car. Yeah. We couldn't. We could literally see our feet in front of us. And we could see that we were going the right way, but he does see that that big perspective. Yeah. And he and he is going to show us. If we want to the trust comes in, okay, Lord, let's just let's just be real about this. At the end of the day, if you want me to be on your path and, and I want to be on your path, then I've got to trust that if nothing's changing and you're not telling me to go somewhere else, then I am on your path. Yeah. Yeah. But I think as well, we have to remember that God doesn't always tell us everything we want to know about it. Mm. Like there are times where you want, I mean, my preference with God would always be that he would give us the full download. Like here's the entire plan from start to finish. I don't know why you say that. I would hate that. You, I think you're not thinking that through. You do? What if he told you all the bad stuff? Oh, no, I don't want to hear the bad stuff. Oh, you just want to know the good stuff? Oh, yeah, no, no. You want a download of all the good stuff? All the good stuff, yeah. No, I, I only want it to be good. What are you I talking about bad for? I don't want any of the bad. I just yeah, want but a... You say that. I've heard you say that before, and I always think, I, I wouldn't want that. Well, it'll be nice to know that I'm on the right path and I'm going to end up where I want to end up. Oh, right. That's yeah, the bit nice. I'm really concerned about. I need to know that I'm, that it's, and, and, you know, and well, there might be a bit of a blip around here, but it's going to be okay because I'm going to rescue it around here. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. just the highlights. No, so I'm okay with that. That's good. Because God doesn't do it that way. That's the thing. He doesn't give you that. And I think it's out of his kindness, actually. I mean, with Abraham, he told Abraham to leave his home to go to a place where, that he wasn't going to tell him. I mean, that doesn't seem reasonable yeah. to me. And yet Abraham's faith was such and his trust was such that's, that was like, well, Lord, if you're saying it, then I'm going to trust it. Yeah, because you're trustworthy and because, because I believe that you're good. And, he's, and that's the, the thing, isn't it? That's what's a comfort is. He's got good plans for us yeah. and good things. And I, do, I just want us to just to say for one minute about when we talk about God's direction for our lives or his path, we're not talking about just Christian what what we see as Christian work. So we're not just talking about like being a missionary or, or what the, you do at church. Or what you do at church. Yeah. Like, you know, God can give gives you, gives everybody jobs, opens doors, and that is his path for yeah. you. It doesn't it might be in ministry like we are, but it might be working at Sainsbury's. It might be working for the council. It might be working as a nurse or a teacher. But I think it's about, Lord, if you've given me this path, then how do you want to work? through me in that yeah. and, and being at peace with it and, and that there isn't hierarchy. So often we don't want to be maybe where we're walking because we want to be where somebody else is. Yeah, We like the look of their path better than our right, own. Right. But actually it's being at peace. Lord, you've got the very, very best for me. Yeah. Yeah. And the other th- the thing with that, just as you were saying it, I was thinking, I was reminded again of that mountain. 
with the guys on the mountain bikes because there was a moment where they were flying past us on that flat bit where I thought, oh, I wish that, I wish I had a, my bike up here. You know what I mean? Because it would be, because it was nice and smooth in it where well, you weren't saying that, were you? And I wasn't thinking of that. I couldn't even watch them. I, oh, do you remember? That, that nice smooth bit, that was good, that. Mm. That looked good. So they were, they were bombing along this nice smooth bit. And, that, and a mo- part of me is thinking, oh, if only I had my bike up here, this would be great fun. If it had been air dropped. Well, that's the point, you see, because I've now I've not seen the part that got them to where they were. If I saw their whole path, yeah, that's true. Then I probably wouldn't want to be on their path. I'd be quite happy to go back to my path. Thanks very much. They're lugging their bikes up on their back up the edge of this mountain. There's not a chance I'll be wanting to do that. But I just want to do the fun part. Yeah, and everybody in in reality, everybody, nobody has a rosy, sunny path, and just just I don't know has it easy. Yeah. At whatever we we and it's being content, isn't it? Yeah. With the path, it goes back to what we were talking about in the other podcast of not comparing, but the path that God has for us, it's trusting that is the very very best, and it's it's not to compare it to anybody else's, but just to to be at peace that God's got what he, is right for us. Yeah, I think that word peace is a key one, isn't it? I think that's a key hallmark, probably, of just being on of knowing that you're on God's path is that. There's just a sense of peace, like, okay, Lord, I can trust that you're with me, even if I don't understand it, even if it's hard work, actually, even if it's difficult, even if there's opposition, even if I can't see where I'm going, that somewhere deep inside there just be a peace of, okay, Lord, I can trust that you're with me, that I am where you want me to be. Yeah. And that you'll show me if I need to move in a different way. Well, that that's what I was going to say. Like, So being in reality about this, how do I know God's direction? We often are sometimes at a crossroads and yeah. um, what we are at a point, at a st- we've stopped, if you like, on our path and we see ahead and we, this, this is impossible. This is really, how could this possibly be what God's got for us? It, and that for me, uh, in my life, that was really a moment when we were in America and it felt like the sky was falling in, in terms of what we were trying to, to do with LL and, um, finances and all the rest of it. And I remember quite a few times feeling like we were walking through this sort of dark tunnel, if you like, it's a bit dramatic, but feeling like it was a time in our lives. It was like that. And ahead was this, a light, because I'm very pictorial, so I see everything with a picture, you know, but it felt like there was a, the light ahead was, Lord, you're faithful mm. and, and you, you're good and you, and there's hope in you. And, and we questioned, you know, maybe we should just draw a line. Maybe we should, you know, things are very, very difficult. Is it time for us to go back to England? Shall we just say this has failed? It's, let's quit. And every time we would turn round to look like, shall we just go back that way? There didn't seem a left or a right to go. It just never felt right, did it? There was no, no peace. There no. was no sense of this is right. And so even though it was really difficult and didn't seem to make sense because yeah. it didn't make sense no, right. to keep going forward, we knew that that was what we were meant to do. And, and you know, God really did come through and and provided and, um, you know, the work out there is is now in other hands um, of LL leaders. And it's fantastic. Yeah. But we didn't know that. And it, I think often when you don't know what to do, it is a case of, well then, Lord, I keep going forward. I keep trusting you and going forward. Um, you know, because I've looked to the left and I've looked to the right, and I've maybe pushed some doors and I've asked some questions in other directions. Yeah. 
but nothing's open. So then Lord, I've got to trust yeah. just to keep walking forward. Yeah. I am a fan of, of pushing doors. So that's a, well, I think I that's think right that's because I think otherwise, if you don't ever push doors, then, then you, when you're unsure. Yeah. Yeah. Then you sort of stay still, don't you? Mm. It's like this faith and works thing. Like your faith is this trust that God is in control of the big picture, but without the works part, without you putting that into action, like, okay, Lord, is this you? And I'm going to trust that if it is that you'd open a door. And mm. if it's not that you close a door or you'd give me some unease about it or that, I mean, ultimately what we're saying is it is him that directs our steps. Like it's not for us to direct our own steps. Yeah. So thinking of people who are like in a job who are decide, you know, they're, they're fine. They've you've got that itchy feet feeling or something yeah. isn't right. They're unsettled. It's nothing wrong, is there, in push? I think it's a good thing. When we're in a moment like that, whatever it is in our lives, or we, you know, we're not sure of where we are as a family or something like that, we push doors to, is it, you know, is there a different job for me? Or, you know, I, it's nothing wrong with that. I think yeah. we've got to be in reality to, to, to look at different options. But it's looking at it with a heart of, but Lord, I only want what you've got that's best. Yeah. And actually, if what's best for me is to stay and to keep keep moving forward, then then Lord, that's what I want to do because we don't want to do, it's not good just going off and doing things just because they seem better. That, I think that's where we do get off his path. Yeah, but I think what you've just said is the key to the whole thing, really. Like if you're looking at how is it, like how do we know, how do we have any kind of assurance that we are where God wants us to be? Like that is the million dollar question today, isn't it? Like how do I know? The people, everyone listening to this, like, okay, fair enough. But how do I know? Like, what do I, what are the things I need to do to work out? Am I on your path or not on your path? And, and, and actually like, like the answer or not, I, I really think this is the answer is that my heart is submitted to the Lord, right? Like th this place of submission to Lord, I don't, I think, I think because sometimes we focus so much on where do I put my foot? Like, what is the path? Where? Where do I, where do I walk? Where do I, what do I walk into? But really that's, that's the Lord's job actually is to say, this is the path and, and I'm going to direct your steps and I'm going to lead you. So my part is to be submitted to that Lord. I'm going to, I want you to be in control. I want your will to be done in my life. I'm willing to lay down my own agenda, my own plans, my, my own dreams. Even I'm willing to lay all that down in favour of what you want for my life. And I think if we can really have that, that desire in our heart, then that creates a, a real safety for us in terms of having the Lord lead us. And it's, it's, it, is a, it is a challenge, isn't it? Laying down our agenda. Yeah. Laying down what you've just said, laying down our ambition, oh. our, our, and it's, I mean, you could call it selfish ambition. That sounds, I suppose it is at the end of the day, but it sounds really kind of naughty um but but it is those things that we just want our own way we want to do what we want to do and often that's the easier option isn't it we just want to stay where we feel safe and what's comfortable yeah but i mean if you think of the world that we live in we're, we're sort of trained aren't we that your life is your own and you have the right to do with your life whatever you please so you know, be the master of your own destiny. It's a very countercultural thing for us to say, well, actually, no longer am I going to be the master of my own destiny. I'm putting that in your hands, Lord. Mm. 
I want to follow your path, not my own path. I'm willing to be a sheep mm. that's led by a shepherd. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a pretty big thing to do. And, I, and I'll walk into challenges and yeah. trust that you're going to be with me. And yeah. yeah, it's a funny balance, isn't it? Because obviously selfish ambition is wrong, but God does put desires in our heart. And so when we were going out to, when we were asked, weren't we by Alal to go out to Australia, mm. that was a, that was a funny thing because it wasn't something that we'd, was a selfish ambition to just go up, but it was a desire of our heart that nobody knew, but we talked about yeah. um, for a few years. Like, oh, can you imagine living in Australia? If you ever got the chance to go to Australia, it'd be amazing. Nobody knew that. So then it was, it must've been a desire that God put in our heart. Yeah. So it's a funny thing because it's balancing selfish desires. Like I just want, I want a platform or I want success or I want money or I want comfort or I want, but also balancing that, that there are desires in our heart that God has put there and aren't wrong. Yeah. I think it is well about the, if you think of the person who lived the most submitted life to like the father's will, it would be Jesus, wouldn't it? Like he was completely submitted. But I do think sometimes we get a little over spiritual with things. Do you like we like we start to think, you know, should I have breakfast at nine o'clock or nine thirty? Is that his direction? <laughs> Is that his direction? You know, and what should I have for my breakfast? And whereas I think with Jesus, like big picture, his heart was submitted, right? So he was led by the Father in, as to who he ministered to, where he went, you know, and there was this perfect com- communication going on. So he had this advantage of not having a carnal nature of having a heart fully submitted but i don't think the father said to him oh well you can have fish for breakfast or do you know what i mean like there's there's a freedom of life as well mm. um within that context of being fully submitted to the lord i don't think he uh, he gave us a free will didn't he so he wants us to be able to express our desires and our wants and everything else and live in freedom without this sort of paranoia of well should I go to Asda or should I go to Tesco's for my groceries? Or it's those sort of things. Like we're always afraid of getting it wrong, aren't we? And I think we project that onto, which is a good thing. Like that is obviously a, a fear of the Lord. You know, m- most most of us who really love Him, probably most people who are listening to this podcast, they they want to get it right. We yeah. want, and if there's anything that probably hinders us, it's a fear of getting it wrong and being in trouble with God and disappointing him. And we do tend to make it a little bit black and white yeah. and um, kind of like almost have a fear of, I'm going to get it wrong. And so we bring that into everything that we do. And yeah. and I think that part of trusting God is even learning to trust ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like I can trust myself to make a decision and because I can believe that God trusts me. Yeah, He's put, He has put that as trust into us because he sees our hearts and if our hearts are after him and we're spending time with him and we're seeking him then then we can trust him that he will guide us and lead us and he'll show us if we're actually doing something wrong yeah um so then because of that we can trust ourselves yeah and i think maybe there's a part well i think there is a part as well of trusting each other so maybe on the big things of life like key decisions in our life um, about, you know, what we're going to do job-wise or relationships that are key or those kind of things, then, you know, to be accountable to some people, to share what we feel 
the Lord might be saying to us, ask them to pray with us. Yeah. So it's not just on us. Like we are a body, aren't we, together yeah. that can support each other. So so they can speak into our lives. Being open. We need yeah. to be open to that, don't we, of, of having other people be able to speak in. But yet they don't become God. Yeah. They don't become the people who direct our lives. Right, exactly. Because that's not, that's, that's not right either, is it? Yeah. Well, it's easy. In some ways, it's easier to have someone with flesh, isn't it? Like... Yeah, tell me what to do. Yeah, if you think of the disciples with Jesus, like they they had Jesus right there. I mean, anytime they had a question, I mean, can you imagine how fantastic that was? Anytime they had a question about anything in their life, they could just literally lean over and say, hey, Jesus, what do I do about this? You know, <laughs> What should I have for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. So we we want that too, don't we? But, but and, it, and it's easy to start leaning on people and the Lord doesn't want us to do that. And, and this is why there's the, the amazing truth of the Holy Spirit. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When Jesus left, yeah, I just think that's so, I mean, I have to think about that. Like when Jesus left, when he died and he rose again and he went to be with the father, but he did, God didn't leave us then alone. Right. He sent his Holy Spirit. And and I don't know about you, Andy, but I find, I, you know, all the time, every day that I don't know what to do. It's oftentimes I just don't know what to do in a situation. It's not like the big, big, even decisions of life. Like, what do I do about something major? But just sometimes there's just things that I don't know what to do at work or I don't know what to do at home. And I just love that truth that we can ask the Father, the Holy Spirit is with us. We can say, I really don't know what to do in this. Mm. Can you help me? Can yeah. you Can you show me what to do? And can you just guide me in this? And I offer it up to him and then I say, well, this is what I'm going to do and show me if it's wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> we really need his help, don't we? We really need him with us. Yeah. I think there's a, I just want to read this scripture in Psalm 138, verse eight. And it just says, the Lord will work out his plans for my life for your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. I mean, it's just, I just love those words. Like he will fulfill his plans. We, we will work these plans out in my life. I think it just gives great comfort to us. Like you're saying, like the Holy Spirit is there with us all the time to guide us and to encourage us and to remind us of the things that God's saying and to keep us on that, on that path as we submit our heart. And so we can be confident. We can be confident. We can walk forward yeah. confidently. I do believe that's what the Lord yeah. has for us. I do believe that sometimes when we don't know what to do, we're not meant to do anything. Sometimes when we don't know what to do, we're meant to carry on doing what we're doing. And and if there's something else, God will show us. Yeah. And there's that wonderful verse in 2 Chronicles that says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's, yeah. That's you know, brilliant. so even when we don't know, we can just fix our eyes and we can say, Lord, we don't know what to do right now. So we're just going to trust. And then we're going to, and as, and as we start moving, we're just going to trust that you're going to direct our steps. And if we've got it wrong, you, he's championing us, championing us, isn't he? He's yeah. wanting us to, to, to grow and to, to do well. Yeah, exactly. He's cheering us on, you know, he's yeah. not just cruel, like, oh, I can see you're heading down this, this wrong path. And even though you've asked me to help you, I'm just going to sit at the side and watch you. You know, he's not passive. No. He's incredibly active in our lives. So we can trust that he'll show us. Yeah. Shall I pray for us? Yes. Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you that that is true, that you are this amazing good father that, that is cheering us on and championing us on 
in our lives to follow you and to walk in these paths that you have for us that are your paths. And Lord, sometimes it's just a reality that there are the times of mystery and times of confusion in our lives where we don't know what to do and we, we're, we're struggling maybe to really hear and know that direction. But Lord, I just pray for any who are in that place that they would just lean out and, and just dare to trust you and to say, Lord, our ears, our eyes, our hearts are focused on you. We want to walk, Lord, in the paths that you have for us. We want to go where you have and the plans that you have for us because we believe they are good and they are of life and of blessing. But Lord, we're going to trust you. We're going to trust that you're big enough and strong enough and able enough to show us and to guide us. And so, Lord, I just pray, Father, that there would be a peace in our hearts, Lord, that, that whatever our lives look like, Lord, you are leading us forward and leading us into to life and blessing. So we just say, Lord, we love you. We love you, Lord. Amen. 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 All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, joining with us. And uh, we'll be with you again soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.